0: This is a download from Wireless Theatre Kids and is suitable for children aged 5 to 7 and suitable for children at Key Stage 1. Barry, the Dirty Habit Goblin Chapter 1 by Louisa Ashton Barry hadn't always been a goblin. In fact, not too long ago, before this story began barry was a normal little boy he was very short and round like a christmas pudding but the most noticeable thing about barry was not that he was very short or round like a christmas pudding what was noticeable about barry was the fact that he was very dirty very smelly very rude and liked nothing more than to pick his nose and flick the bogies at all the girls No one ever wanted to play with him at school. And his teachers made him sit at the back of the class as far away as possible because he was so dirty, smelly and rude. Barry's parents tempted him with every treat imaginable to make him stop being so disgusting and dirty. Oh, Barry, we'll buy you an ice cream as big as your head if you'll have one little bath and go straight to bed. Oh, a bath? Are you having a laugh? I'd rather stay out in the mud and play, he'd say. Oh, Barry, we'll take you to the beach and promise to treat you. If only you'd blow your nose with a tissue. Oh, a tissue? What's the big issue? I'm sticking to picking and flicking every day, he'd say. But Barry, you're smelly. Your face is all dirty and covered in grime. The stuff round your nose like bogey slime. Barry, you're messy. Your hair is all knotted and a mess every bit. We're sure there are creatures living in it. And Barry, you're rude. You never say thank you or please or good day. So pack up your things and be on your way. Nobody liked poor Barry. But he didn't seem to care. He liked the way he was. He liked doing all sorts of nasty things, like wearing grubby clothes, never brushing his teeth, eating noisily, and spreading his food around his face. But you see, to be honest, Barry was rather lonely. He never had anyone to play with. So he just kept picking his nose and flicking bogies at girls. One day, Barry decided to go down to the bottom of the garden and flick bogeys at the fairies. He found it very funny to watch them shriek and fly about in a panic. But that same day, someone else was watching Barry. High up in a tree above him was sat the Hobgoblin King. He was a fierce and ugly beast with cold, searching eyes. He watched Barry cause havoc with the fairies. Then, when all the fairies had run away and Barry was about to go back home, the Hobgoblin King jumped down from his tree and confronted him. Barry jumped in surprise to see such an ugly little creature. But he didn't want to look like a coward so barry stared right back at him who are you he asked loudly and rudely i am the hobgoblin king and i have been watching you for some time barry sneered the creature i have hundreds of naughty and nasty little goblins pixies and gnomes working for me all around the world but none of them are as naughty and nasty as you. Barry grinned proudly. Why, thank you, he said. So, I am going to employ you as one of my goblins, Barry. Why, thank you. What? "'I am going to turn you into a goblin and you shall do my dirty work.' "'But I don't want to be a goblin.' "'Then you shouldn't be so vile, should you? "'You shall be my goblin of dirty habits.' Shant! Barry yelled. "'You have no choice. "'You shall be the dirty habit goblin.' I shall send you to people with really horrible, dirty habits, and you shall make sure that their dirty habit is as nasty as it can be. And before Barry could say anything more, the Hobgoblin King snapped his (coughs) fingers. Barry blinked. He didn't feel any different, but just to check, he reached up to his face and felt his nose... It was long and pointy and covered in boils. That shouldn't be like that. He felt over his greasy, dirty hair. Oh, well, that was OK. His hair was always dirty and greasy. But he also found two little pointy horns, just like the Hobgoblin Kings. And Barry thought they definitely shouldn't be there. Barry walked over to the garden pond and looked down at his reflection. He was still as dirty and messy and smelly as before, but now he was also as ugly as the Hobgoblin King. He did have a long pointy nose, and he did have two pointy horns. And then he turned round to see he had also grown a pointy tail that had grown right through his trousers and was now waving about in the air mischievously. Yuck! Oh no! Now my mum and dad definitely won't want me any more. I look like a horrible goblin. I can't go home. He cried. The Hobgoblin King laughed mercilessly. (laughs) You can never go home, Barry. You work for me now. Speaking of which, I have a job for you. Don't be late. Off you go. And before Barry could do anything, the Hobgoblin King snapped his fingers again and Barry was whisked far away over countries and seas he felt himself flying further and further away until he finally stopped and landed with a bump on the ground. He found himself in a forest. In one hand he found a clothes peg had appeared. In the other he found a note. It said Dear Dirty Habit Goblin This is the Hobgoblin King and your first task for me shall be to make sure the Sugar Plum Fairy doesn't lose her dirty habit Good luck Please use the peg as required Barry looked at the peg What did it mean? As required Suddenly Barry heard someone coming It was the Sugar Plum Fairy. She fluttered into the forest and sat by a stream, singing to herself and looking at her reflection in the water. Barry thought she had a terrible singing voice. But as soon as he had seen her, Barry also smelt her. A nasty pog was drifting from the fairy. In fact... The smell was so horrible, Barry took the peg and clamped it down on his nose so he couldn't smell it. The sugar-plum fairy didn't see Barry and so carried on singing. No, I feel pretty, oh so pretty, but I never like to wash. I hate bath-time, so I smell like orange squash. Barry marched over to her and rudely yelled out over her singing, "'Why? Why don't you wash? You smell terrible!' The fairy nearly fell off her seat, she was so surprised to see Barry. "'And you're a rude, nasty goblin. Go away!' she said back to him. "'No, I'm not. I'm a little boy called Barry, and you need to wash. You smell horrible!' You think I'm smelly now? <laughs> Just wait until I take my shoes off. I have mould growing on my toes. They're so smelly, <laughs> cried out the fairy in delight. No, no, don't take them off, please. Oh, Do you say that to all your friends? The sugar plum fairy looked sad all of a sudden. No, I... Don't have any friends. Barry sat next to her by the stream. Aren't you lonely? He asked. A little. Well, yes. More than a little. Okay, a lot. I don't want to be lonely. But I'm scared of soap and water. What else can I do? The sugarplum fairy immediately started crying loudly. <laughs> at least she wasn't singing anymore. <laughs> but Barry felt sorry for her. He looked down at the water flowing in the stream. What if you started small, like washing your face? He asked. She stopped crying. Just my face? But won't the water go in my eyes and mouth? No, just close them. The fairy looked nervously down at the stream. No, I'm scared. I'd rather be smelly. Well, what if we both do it? Together? The Sugar Plum Fairy thought for a second. Yes. Okay. They both stared down at the water. You first, said the Fairy. Go together, said Barry, glaring at her. Slowly, they both dipped their hands into the stream, cupped a handful of water, And after taking a deep breath, closing their eyes and mouths, they both splashed the water on their faces. As the clean water splashed over their heads and trickled down their necks, Barry looked at the Sugar Plum Fairy. The Sugar Plum Fairy looked at Barry. That wasn't so bad, she said. No, it was kind of nice. He replied. It was quite fun, she said again. They stared at the stream. Then, suddenly, with whoops of laughter, they both jumped in the stream and started running and splashing about. Barry nearly cried with laughter when the fairy fell over backwards into the water. But then he suddenly heard the hobgoblin king's booming voice inside his head. Barry, what are you doing? I asked you to make her bad habit much worse, not take it away, said the king's voice. Barry had forgotten what he was meant to be doing. He looked at the fairy, giggling and laughing in the water. She was clean, happy, and there wasn't a mouldy or cheesy foot in sight. But the hobgoblin king's voice was not happy. Barry, you must do better I have another job for you (coughs) Suddenly, Barry felt himself flying up and out of the forest Away from the stream and the happy fairy As he flew away, he heard her shrill voice shout out Thank you, Barry! But he was already flying out over the hills, over the sea, and far away, onto the next job. No one had ever said thank you to Barry for anything before. It was a strange feeling, helping someone instead of flicking bogeys at them. And he kind of liked the strange feeling. He must tell his parents when he got home. ever go home again he wasn't going to give up yet he was going to find a way to escape the Hobgoblin King's magic spell and go home but how could he do that he'd have to find out maybe next time he will but until then keep away from those dirty habits you never know when the Hobgoblin King may come for you This is a download from Wireless Theatre Kids. Barry the Dirty Habit Goblin by Louisa Ashton was directed by Jack Bowman and produced by Fran Kirkham and Mariel Runaker temple Editing was done by Joe Siddons. Barry the Dirty Habit Goblin was recorded at Quint Studios and engineered by Matt Walters. Visit www.wirelesstheatrekids.co.uk for a large selection of children's plays for all ages.